0: Welcome to Reinvention Rebels, stories of brave and unapologetic women, 50 to 90 years young, who have boldly reinvented life on their own terms to find new purpose and possibilities. I'm your host, Wendy Battles. I need to kick your fears to the curb, do it scared, and step into who you are meant to be in midlife and beyond. These amazing women. These reinvention rebels can help light your reinvention path. Come join us and let's get inspired together. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Reinvention Rebels podcast. I am your host, Wendy. I am so excited that you are joining me for this special solo episode. Today, we are talking all about how we find what I call our reinvention sweet spot. How do we find our reinvention sweet spot? I've got three big insights to share with you about that. But before we begin, I want to mention that coming in just a couple of weeks is season six, season six of the Reinvention Rebels podcast. And I cannot wait to introduce you to the amazing women that are gracing me with their presence in season six to share their remarkable interesting, textured, inspiring, and so much more reinvention stories. Because this season is all about owning your awesome. And we're going to be talking a lot more about that with my guests and also in a series of solo episodes. So please stay tuned. I cannot wait for you to join me. First up is my friend Mimi who recently turned 60, and she has a really fabulous reinvention story that I know you're going to really connect to. Today, we're talking about this idea of a reinvention sweet spot. And I started thinking about this idea because I know that we often have this idea, I want to reinvent. And just like many other things... I used to think, well, it would all just work out, and I would kind of figure out what that reinvention is, and I'd go on with my happy life, but of course, that's not how it works. It's not that simple, and it takes many different ingredients, in my experience, for you to uncover what you need to and reinvent in a way that really inspires you, and that's not always obvious. So what I've learned is that it can take some time, and I'll I'll give you some examples of what I mean. I'm guessing that if you're anything at all like me, that you have reinvented yourself more than once in this lifetime. Maybe multiple times, because it's something we do again and again, right? We change, we grow, we want different things. That often is the catalyst to reinvent in different ways. So I'm almost 60 and have reinvented many different times in many different decades. And I'm going to give you a few examples. In my 30s, I got onto this idea that I wanted to reinvent myself as a voice actor. Now, at the time, I was doing some consulting. I was really searching for what am I meant to do, which is usually the catalyst for me to reinvent myself. And I got on this idea Over the summer when I'd had some surgery and I was doing some deep thinking about my life while I was out of work, and I came up with my personal mission statement, which was to speak, teach, motivate, and inspire. So even back then, over two decades ago, I knew that there was something to that. I knew that using my voice in powerful ways was something I was meant to do, I wasn't sure how that would manifest, but that was my first foray into this idea. And I did all this research. I took this class. I made a demo tape. I literally sent it around to every single production studio in the state of Connecticut where I live. It was a little different back then because now people do a lot of their own editing and production work. And back then it was the more traditional model of you go to a production studio You work with the producer, you record the content, they do all the editing and production work and, you know, you're done. So I tried my hand at it and I worked really hard at it and I was very enthusiastic about it. But the thing is, being a voice actor isn't easy. There is, one, a ton of competition. Two, I wasn't a professional actor. I just enjoyed using my voice, so I needed to really practice and I got Frustrated. I didn't have a lot of persistence. I also listened to a lot of naysayers that were like, Well, you know, there are like so many people doing that. How are you going to make it? Or, you know, most of the work is for men. There are famous people like Donald Sutherland doing Volvo commercials. Wendy, how are you going to do this? And the thing is, I started listening to those messages. I perceived it to be really hard to do this. I started to doubt myself. I didn't think I could be successful. And over time, I gave up on that dream. So I would still do it a little bit on the side. You know, I would help people out. But I I, I really had given up on this idea of becoming a voice actor and doing it professionally in the bigger way that I imagined. Because I'd even had an appointment with an agent And that hadn't worked out. So I was like, you know what? I don't think this is for me. So that was my first foray into reinventing myself, you know, very consciously. That was in my 30s. In my 40s, again, it was a time of searching. It was just after my father had passed away. I had a corporate job that I wasn't crazy about. It didn't feed my soul. And I kept thinking, there's got to be something more. There's got to be something more for me in my life that will inspire me. That's what I'm meant to do. So I embarked again on this journey of looking to figure out what that might be. And I uncovered some things and I got onto the idea with the help of a coach of nutrition because I've always been passionate about nutrition. And I thought, well, I really like the idea of getting an advanced degree in public health. So being of service in a larger way. But then I thought, well, that's going to take a really long time. I have to go part time because I have a full time job. I couldn't conceive of quitting my job to do it full time. But I got on this idea of nutrition and I found this nutrition school, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I enrolled in this program. I became a health coach and somehow I got this great idea. I was going to quit my job to do this full time because I really thought this was it. But guess what? It wasn't it. It wasn't what I was truly passionate about. And I will say that I gave it a try. I did it for a couple of years. I really did work on it, but it didn't feed my soul. So yes, I reinvented myself. Yes, I tried to tune in to figure out what that might be, but it still wasn't what I wanted a reinvention to be. So I went back to doing what I was doing, working really hard. But I'm going to tell you, it wasn't until my 50s that I reinvented myself in a a much deeper way. About five years ago when I was 54, I had yet another one of those moments of epiphany of I am determined to figure out what it is I'm meant to do. I've tried different things. They haven't panned out. But I believe there's got to be this sweet spot. And I'm going to try again. So what happened is that I was in my searching mode. I was kind of putting it out to the universe. I was Writing down all these things that I was interested in, trying to figure it out. And one day when I was meditating, I heard these two simple words reinvention rebels. Just reinvention rebels. And I thought, What does that mean, Reinvention Rebels? I didn't know, but I wrote it down. It later ended up being, of course, the name of this very podcast you're listening to right now, Reinvention Rebels. But at the time, I just knew that that was a piece of wisdom that I needed to write down. And I think that that's what this whole idea of finding a reinvention sweet spot is all about. I've really garnered three important insights over All of these years, really decades of doing this that have brought me to where I am today. The first insight is that our reinvention journey evolves over time. In my 30s, I thought, I'm just going to figure it out and that's going to be great. And, you know, it's all going to work out. But what I see is that it's these different experiences, And sometimes it's trying once or twice or three or 10 times till we find that right fit. But that each of those experiences is a little piece of the puzzle in our own personal evolution. And you know how it is. It's not always obvious. We evolve at different times. Different things might spark our evolution. But I came to see, standing back now, that we can reinvent over time and it can evolve as we change. Number two, I also see that one reinvention can lead to the next reinvention. Again, this idea of evolution and building on this, that it's not for nothing that we evolve the way we do and we have those experiences. And I know that sometimes they don't work out the way we intend, but that I gleaned something from each of those experiences. The first one It made me think, okay, I tried, and it's good to get out there, even if it didn't work out. And my second reinvention as a health coach, I recognized that it wasn't what I wanted to do. So being okay with saying, I could give this up. And did I fail? In some ways I did because I never was that successful doing it, but I also gained so many insights from doing that and it not working out. And one of the single most important things I gained from that experience of being a health coach is that. You have to be persistent. You have to keep at something. And that success doesn't happen overnight. I had this idea like, it'll all just come together. ah. But you know, it's not like that. And when you are committed to something and you're putting in the time, that it does make a difference. And I've applied that to this reinvention where I've really figured it out. And the third thing that's really important about this is that I discovered through this third reinvention, but even also from the first two, that reinventing ourselves is an inside job. It's not about someone else telling us what they think we should do, because who cares? This is Our life is about us figuring out for ourselves what is most important for us, why we want to do this, what our values are around this. It's about looking within because that's the only place we're going to uncover these things is by looking within. For me, that looking within was hearing those words, reinvention rebels. That was my soul sharing this wisdom with me. It was this wisdom bubbling up that I was able to hear because. I got quiet, I slowed down, and I was open to it. And I guess you could say that even in my first reinvention, when I got this idea of voiceovers, that did come from within. It came from searching. It came from listening, even though I didn't identify it as such. And certainly that second reinvention, when I started looking around for what am I meant to do? Again, it was a lot of internal work to uncover this. While it wasn't the thing, ultimately it still was going in that direction of looking inside, but it was so clear to me on this current reinvention because I still continue to refine this journey, but it was really this reinvention that got me thinking about it that made it so clear. I think that's really interesting that one, we evolve over time. And that's reflected in my reinventions. It happens over time. Two, that one reinvention can lead to the next as it has for me. And three, that it really is about me looking inside and getting quiet. And I believe this to be true for all of us. I believe we all have the answers. I know. Like, the answers aren't clear. It's true. The answers aren't abundantly clear when we start out. I think we have to uncover things to find the answers. But I believe that if we are open and listening and get quiet, we can uncover them. So that has been my journey. And in fact, I'm so passionate about this idea that it's an inside job that I recently created My first audio program that is actually called Midlife Reinvention from the Inside Out, Eight Essentials to Greenlight Your Life, where I talk about this, where I talk about the process, really the how. How can you get started on your reinvention journey? And what are the eight critical things that are important? That's based on my own experience, what I've learned, and also talking to so many women that I've interviewed on the Reinvention Rebels podcast. I invite you to check this out as we are in this conversation about reinventing from the inside out and how we actually can find that reinvention sweet spot, the idea that it might take many different times, but that when we look within, we can find our right path, the path that is so right for us, no matter what anyone else says. I'm linking to this program that I invite you to check out. It's in the show notes so you can explore for yourself in more detail. I'd love for you to try on this idea that we can find our sweet spot as we reinvent, and it is an inside job. We'll talk more about these ideas within season six, in addition to this concept of owning our awesome. Because to be honest, they really go hand in hand. When we can own our greatness, when we see our value, we're more likely to find that reinvention that is the fit for us, for our life, for what we need. And I'm excited for you to go on this journey with me this season. More to come. I'll see you in a couple of weeks when we kick off season six with my friend Mimi. And until this time, please remember, keep shining your light, Reinvention Rebels. The world needs you and all. That you have to offer. Are you tired of waiting for someday? Feel like you're too old or it's too late to reinvent yourself? Unsure of how you'd even get started on the path to midlife reinvention? I'm here to help. As your guide on the side and host of the top 2% globally rated Reinvention Rebels podcast, I've been around the reinvention block a lot. Here's a simple way you can get started. Sign up for my free audio, 5 Questions to Spark Your Curiosity and Inspire Your Reinvention Rebel Journey. It all starts with getting curious about what's possible, and I've got 5 questions to help tease out some very cool ideas. Let's get started. Details are in the show notes.